Hello, hello. Oh my gosh, I'm just going to start with how excited I am to be back in front of a microphone and talking to all of you wonderful listeners out there. Thank you for listening. Thank you for still being here with me. Now, of course, I decide now is the time. It's one of those like little moments I have right now where I'm going to record season three intro and then my next door neighbor who is never home during a usual year is now mowing his lawn. Love him dearly. I apologize if you can hear him in the background, but the reality is I was tossing up. Do I miss the moment that I have and maybe never record this? No, screw it. I'm just going to go for it. Lawn mowers and all. So here to thrive is back, people. Many of you have messaged me and have said how much you've missed it. And I appreciate you. Thank you for the messages. You did help get my butt back in the chair. I'm not going to lie. I'm reinvigorated. I'm feeling really good. And I'm going to talk to you a little bit more about that. But I just want to celebrate how awesome it has been over the past few months when we haven't been releasing new episodes to still have Here to Thrive continually popping up in the top 100 personal development podcasts. Thank you. Thank you, people. Thank you for sharing Here to Thrive with your friends and family. It means so much to me. We have some awesome guests coming up this season. I can't wait to share them with you. A little bit of a new update, actually. The show is going to have full transcripts available from now moving forward online. So for anyone who can't listen well, there's going to be the written transcripts. That's important to me in terms of accessibility. So from now moving forward, you'll be able to find that on my website. You just need to go to thrive.how forward slash podcast, then type in the episode number. So podcast 135. For example, this one will be under thrive.how podcast season three. So if you want the show notes for this one, thrive.how podcast season three. Okay, so coming back to that question, where have I been? I'm super conscious that I didn't tell you guys I was going anywhere. I just went kind of quiet. If you were paying close attention, it was right around the time that we went into lockdown for COVID in March. And wow, so many things to say about that, right? I'll start with something that didn't occur to me that some of you may have quite rightfully been worried or concerned about, which is my health. And if you've been listening for a while, you'll know that a little over two years ago, I was diagnosed with breast cancer, which will come up again later in the story. But I do want to say this ahead of the rest of the update. I am well and healthy. So thank you so much for those of you who sent me messages and gently checked in to see if I was okay. I took note and yes, I am absolutely okay and I am in great health. So now where have I been then? Well, my oh my, I wish my response could be simple, but there are layers to this one. We'll start with the COVID lockdown craziness of 2020. Honestly, it shoved me into a little cave where I felt like I was just ducking and taking cover from the world on so many levels. To start, this podcast is a labor of love. Now, I'm sure if you've been listening, you will have noticed that there's no advertising on this podcast. Along with that fact 
There's no huge big production budget or team making this run like clockwork. The majority of the work around Here to Thrive falls into my bucket and I do it for the love of it. I do it because I want to share important truths and bring conversations to the world. But COVID, right? I also have two small boys, a six and an eight-year-old, a husband who works in healthcare, aka was still working outside the home right through all of this, and a decent list of coaching clients that I had to take care of. So when COVID thrust us into lockdown, it became a case of what are the absolute bare minimums I have to keep going right now? My clients, my family, and yeah, they're homeschooling. Oh, I'm feeling you people, homeschooling a six and an eight-year-old. Ooh. The rest of the things on my list just had to be put on hold, and that included the podcast. So I apologize for the lack of communication around that. But yes, COVID did play a part. But there were a couple of other things that I think are really worth mentioning. So many of you may not know, but a lot of the specialist work I do outside of Here to Thrive is focused mainly on stress management, burnout, and resilience, and primarily in corporate workplace settings, but also with individuals who have burned out and are looking to regather and re-energize. Now, if you didn't know that, well, there you go. I clearly need to do a better job of communicating some of these things. Along with that, I do deliver workshops in a corporate environment around stress management, resilience, etc. And people, holy, oh my crap. When COVID hit, I was just overwhelmed. Not by people necessarily wanting my services. There was some of that, but literally the energy of panicked coaches and professionals, all of a sudden, all having something to say about how to cope with this and stress management and how to be resilient and holy crap, like just, whoa, people. My LinkedIn profile, my feed on Instagram, Facebook, everything was just inundated with people's desperate, panicked energy. And that overwhelmed me. And it also made me hesitate to add my voice to the mix. I didn't want to be yet another coach shouting at you and telling you how to live your life. Now, many of you have since reached out and said that you'd really love to hear what I have to say about managing and thriving through this period. And gosh, I realize I've let you down by not adding my thoughts to the mix. So I will, and I'm back. You can stay tuned. But I have been really grateful that there has been so many back episodes of Here to Thrive that I know many of you have been downloading over this tough period to keep your spirits high. Okay, so coming back to that hesitation idea, though, the reason I hesitated is I didn't want to appear as though I was trying to capitalize off this collective strain. I didn't want to be another voice shouting at you. I never want to be another voice shouting at you from the craziness that is the internet these days, right? So I do apologize if you feel like it would have been really useful for me to say a couple of things. I'm sorry if you felt let down, but I'm back. I'm back. All right. Now the third element. So the COVID thing, 
the inundated and overwhelmed thing. And then the third element, this is the most important one. I told you this was layered. It's kind of like a layer cake, actually, now that I'm thinking of it. By the way, if you like Chardonnay, one of my favorites at the moment, layer cake. It's worth a try. Okay, back on task. The third element has been my own healing. Now, as I mentioned, a little over two years ago, I was diagnosed with breast cancer. To catch those of you up who may not know about this part of my journey, I was 35 at the time. I'm 38 now. And I have no family history whatsoever of breast cancer on either side of my family. I also don't have the BRCA gene. Now, a breast cancer diagnosis at 35 is going to be shocking any which way you look at it. But even though one in eight women are diagnosed with breast cancer during their lifetime, that's high people, one in eight women will have breast cancer. I wouldn't have expected looking at my family history that I would ever, ever be one of those one to eight women, even into old age, let alone be the about one in 200 women who are diagnosed with breast cancer at age 35 or under. I was incredibly lucky it was caught early, but it was still a life shuddering event for me and one that really did rattle me to my core. Now, when I was first diagnosed, I can just recall I was traveling for work. I was in a hotel room by myself in New York City. This is literally days after I was diagnosed. At that point, I had no idea how advanced my breast cancer was. I just knew that it was what they call invasive ductal carcinoma, which means it's the spreading type. And my heart was aching. It was such a bizarre space in my life to know I was sick with something that could possibly kill me but not have any idea how sick. I just remember that evening I sat in meditation, desperately asking for some reassurance from I don't know who or what, but literally begging the universe to give me something. I can remember at that point I had a feeling or a thought, I guess you could say. When I asked to know how sick I was, the response I got back was this understanding that what I was going through was an initiation I knew in that moment that I was going to be okay, but that I was going to come through this change in some way. That to say, holy crap, have I been changed through this experience? I think I may have mentioned it in passing in the podcast at times, but I know I haven't really gone into a ton of depth. But my emotional healing, I think we could probably term it an existential crisis, has taken a lot of real hard work on my part. But I've noticed that I've also been sent the resources and the people that I needed at exactly the right time. So a little before the year anniversary of my diagnosis, I found a therapist for the first time in my life. She's epic, love her. Because at that point I realized I was not doing a great job, even with all of the knowledge I had, of bringing my own broken self back together. I was feeling a bit disconnected, discombobulated, and just unsure how to take the fragile parts of me and put them back together in a way that felt powerful and true, having gone through what I had been through. I literally walked into my therapist's office. I sat on her couch And it was probably a few weeks in at this point, I had to get comfortable with her. But then I said to her, and I will never forget this, 
Look, I understand the concept of post-traumatic growth. I get it. Now, can you please just help me get there? Truth, I thought that going through a hard experience, I would just come out the other side with these amazing gains. Like, look, look at my newfound wisdom. Ugh, post-traumatic growth does not just land in your lap, people. I was so naive. What I've since learned is that sometimes you actually can't rush the real deep healing, but also that it takes work, people. It takes real work. And I've been doing the work for the last year and a bit. So the final bit of why I went quiet, people, I've been doing the hard work of healing. I really don't believe that the universe makes mistakes. And the last part of what I now consider to be my healing journey coincided with a coaching certification I was already doing or signed up to do on authentic leadership. Got to keep your skills current, people. What I didn't realize when I signed up for it was that perhaps I was going through that process for my own healing as much as for all of the skills I was about to learn. So take note, I will just do a sidebar here and say, if you're considering coaching as a career, I would highly recommend Kathleen and the team who are leading the Authentic Leadership Coaching Certification through the Raleigh Coaching Academy. I will put a link in the show notes, but that is the Authentic Leadership Coaching Certification at Raleigh Coaching Academy in North Carolina, but I did mine online. It was epic. Okay, coming back though. So going through the formal process of training to be an authenticity coach has brought me back to my own authenticity. Nice work. It really did help me redefine and reconnect with my mission and purpose in this world and reinvigorated my spirit. And it's really helped me get ready to truly step into what I now see as my potential and be a leader. This was the part that I recognize now in hindsight was left for me to do of my healing. And as I said to my therapist a few weeks back, I feel like I'm coming out of a really long winter season, aka two years of healing, (laughs) and spring is finally emerging. It's a really exciting place to be. Now, I share all of this with you to simply say that I'm so excited about what I have here with you and the Here to Thrive community of listeners. I'm really, really happy to be back. And I never, ever thought I would have the honor to speak to so many of you, but this platform has allowed me to do that. And you've allowed me into your minds and hearts and wow, that's just so fucking cool. Here to Thrive is quickly approaching a million downloads and it's regularly been in the top 100 personal development podcasts and that just blows my mind. But I chuckle, gorgeous people, because this was a bit of an accident in terms of I never planned this out and I never expected Here to Thrive to be what it is. And I think that's part of the beauty of it because I never had any expectations from this podcast and it has always just come from a place of love. But with never having any expectations on it, There's also this like strange vulnerability and responsibility that 
I never really intended to be sitting where I am today. And it's kind of cool, but like, whoa, at the same time. Along with that, there's no way in hell I will ever go back and listen to those first episodes all those years back. Gosh, I, um, wow, I'm not going to do it. Not going to do it, people. So I hope you can hear it in my voice, but I'm really just saying that I've actually never felt so passionate or inspired or on purpose on my mission as I have right now and with what we are doing together with Here to Thrive. I am so excited about this podcasting community and I can't tell you how grateful I am that you have been listening to me rattle on about how we can live into our humanness and have more fulfillment in life, but I do take it as a great honor and I want to make sure that I do it well. God almighty, I want to make sure I do it well for you. So that's where we're at. I'm back. And as cliche as it sounds, feeling more passionate and invigorated and excited than ever. Gosh, if I can get to that point in the midst of 2020 and this shit show of a year, then who knows what's next? (laughs) Bring it on, people. So this season, I'm going to try and be more considered with the content I'm bringing you and put even more of my heart and real soul into this podcast for you. So trying to sum up the intro to this season fuel roundabout long chit chat there. Just thank you for being here. Thank you for sticking with me. Thank you for your time, your appreciation, and your energy. I read every one of your reviews and honestly, thank you so, so much. You've helped me realize how impactful this show has been. And those reviews and ratings are also what help more people find the show. So I sincerely appreciate you taking the time to share such kind words and feedback with me. Bring it on. Bring on the rest of 2020. People, I know it's been a shit show, but we're in August and 2020 is not over yet, okay? So I'm ready to roll and we're going to take this here to thrive thing and we are going to rock it, okay? We are totally going to rock the last part of 2020. So stay tuned for season three. The first episode is going to be released this coming Friday on the 21st of August. Love you people. It's great to be back. So let's get back to thriving. <laughs>